Hello, 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 and welcome to Money and the Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. There's a lot to talk about when it comes to our coins, so let's get started. What up, what up? Welcome to Money and the Podcast, where we discuss how various aspects of life impact or are impacted by money. I'm Gabby Rogers, host, money coach, and founder of Abundant Living GRLOC. Y'all, I have been away for a few weeks. I don't know how this pandemic, the stay-at-home order, is impacting y'all, but at some point I got a little overwhelmed. You know, I'm good with keeping the flow of things most of the time, but at some point I was like, let me just let me just sit back down and I'll get back to this once God lays something on my heart. So I missed April, which was financial literacy month, but that's all right because everything abundant living has to do with financial literacy. So you're going to get those gems throughout the entire year, period. But May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I really love to read up on the intersections of money and our mental health and how to improve the two, how the two affect each other um, and what it means for our life. So today's episode, in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month, money and mental health strap in so just to share a few of my sources for today um, my research included psychology today money and mental health policy institute good therapy forbes and mind.org.uk let's take a look at what is mental health i don't want to make any assumptions that everyone has clarity of the definition so let's break it down really quickly Um, Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps to determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence all the way through adulthood. So mental health, you guys, this is a topic that has become really close to my heart for a few reasons. Um, I have my ongoing journey with depression and anxiety, and I've had loved ones who continue in their ongoing journeys as well. For the most part, we have triumphant stories and are able to transform our minds. But I have also witnessed people who have those mental challenges define their lives. So through this episode, Money and Mental Health, I'm here to let you know that it is just a season. These slumps are temporary, and there are practical steps to take so that it does not define your financial journey. One, the relationship between our financial state and our mental health is a cycle or positive correlation. So similar to what the last stat was talking about, but to describe it a bit more, um, poor mental health means managing money is harder, and worrying about money makes mental health worse and it can become a cycle so because your mental health is worse managing your money becomes harder because you're worried about your money your mental health gets worse and it goes on and on and on the next step or the next reality that i read on we experience financial stress mentally as well as physically so mental health in the forms in the in its various forms depression anxiety eating disorders Although start in the mind, but can manifest themselves physically, right? 
and impact our physical health. So it's the same thing um, with financial stress being the root. It can start mentally and you can stress yourself into being sick. So that's the first reality. Something else I found out, people with debt are three times more likely to have a mental health issue, especially depression, anxiety, and psychotic disorders. If you see, if you visualize and manifest and work towards being out of debt, you are also working towards a healthier life. If I'm honest, you guys, when I was reading some of these things, I started to cry because there was a really big fact that I found um, from Good Therapy. And they called out that the second largest cause for suicide is financial stress. And that just broke my heart immediately and spoke to why, for me at least, it's so important to have a platform like Abundant Living, like all these other empowering platforms regarding our financial literacy and our financial well-being. Becoming more educated, becoming more financially empowered can change your life and can save your life, literally. It is not okay for us to ignore the things that are happening with our finances. It is not okay for us to ignore the impact that financial stress or the lack of understanding the the economy and the flow of money. We can't ignore those. Anytime the economy goes into a crash or a recession or depression, the suicide rates go up. And that's a study that Good Therapy wrote a blog for as well. I just want to let people know, if you are in a rut, if you're in what feels like a rut, if you are stressed because of your financial situation, if you're not where you want to be financially, If you're frustrated and you've been frustrated for a very long time, it seems like you're in a cycle. Maybe you're in a cycle of debt and you feel like that defines you. It feels like a weight dragging you down every time you have to pay those bills. If you feel like there's no end to living paycheck to paycheck and just having to to meet your means with a little bit on the surface, if you feel like you're in a cycle of debt and that is frustrating for those who are supporting other people. So whether you're the main breadwinner between you and your partner or your spouse and you, or you have children or you are a caregiver of a family member and it just feels like sometimes those things are draining you at the flip of a switch at the drop of a hat life can change and I understand that not being able to wrap our minds around how our money will work when life changes Not being able to wrap your mind around losing a job and still having to put food on the table. Losing a job, looking for a job, filing for unemployment, and still being at risk for losing your house, still being at risk for having your car repoed. These are real concerns. The financial stress of going to college because that's all you knew. 
in order to be successful, in order to have a good job, in order to make good money, I'm putting quotes in the air, you can't see me, but this was the only path that people put you on, not making you privy to the fact that student loan debt could carry you for the rest of your life if you aren't able to pay it off. These are very real, these are very viable stressors So I don't want to minimize those. You have every right to feel the way that you do at any part of your money journey, to feel frustrated, to feel unseen, unheard, unprepared, sometimes bamboozled into the situation you were put in by people who took advantage of your lack of knowledge. All of those feelings are valid. I want to let every single person know that there is a light. Your situation today and yesterday does not have to be your situation tomorrow. In fact, it takes you declaring that that no longer will be your situation in order for it to change. I was listening to a message from T.D. Jakes. I forget the name of it. Hopefully I remember by the end of this podcast. But he was talking on mental health and suicide too. And it it breaks his heart as well as you can imagine. But from the way that he explained it, we are so, people that consider suicide or people that commit suicide, for whatever reason, whatever life experience they've had, they are really frustrated with those life experiences and don't see their way out into a better life. They don't think they're worthy of this life that they've been living They don't see the point in it. And his perspective on that was when you attempt or commit suicide, you think you're killing who you used to be in order to end that person, in order to end that version of your life. But you're really killing who you're going to be. And you have no idea how powerful that person is. And that alone is enough to understand that it's worth enduring and fighting the fight, putting one foot in front of the other every single day until you do come out of it. The person that you were, the life that you've had in the past that was so heartbreaking, that's, that's done with, that's over. You endured that already. But if you cut it off and end things now, you are preventing yourself from living a prosperous life in the future, becoming a wonderful person in the future, changing who you are, changing your circumstances into what you dreamed of. You're cutting that short. It's the same thing with our finances. Don't cut it short. Don't believe that what has happened with your money in the past defines what will be your financial situation in the future. Don't cut your journey short. Don't cut your life short because of how you handled money before, who you were when you had certain uh, financial situations before. That has already happened. You've already endured that, and I'm proud of you for going through that. Now it's time to create the new situation, create the new person because you, you would be ending it for them. You, you will never be able to reap the benefits of your labor 
So I just really want to encourage everyone. It is worth taking another step in front of the other. It is worth waking up every day and believing for yourself. This will change. This does not have to be my reality forever. And it will not be. I declare today that whatever has stressed me out before with my money, it will not take over my life. It will not take over my mind. It will not put me into a spiral mentally. It will not compromise me. It will not compromise my family. And no matter what, I believe in abundance. I believe beyond what I see with these numbers and what I see with this bank account, what I see with these responsibilities, I believe beyond that and I have vision for what's to come financially for me and my family. I have that vision. I'm believing and seeing that vision. What's in front of me is temporary. What's in front of you is temporary. As long as you set a goal, you have a vision, you have a plan, and you work that plan, it will change. So don't you ever think, don't you ever think that cutting your life short is the answer. I'm a believer that God supplies everything that we ever need. If it takes nothing from me to make sure that the plants grow, if they get everything they need from nature, God will supply for me. I believe that. I believe there is nothing I will ever need that I won't receive, that I won't be provided for. I might have to get creative sometimes, depending on the situation, I might have to get creative. But I always believe there's a solution for my problems. And I believe God will provide those solutions. But it takes it starting within first in order for it to manifest physically. in the things that I have and in, in, the, in my finances. So whatever your situation is. That's not the end of your situation. That's just a chapter in your story. Finish it out. Get to the end of the book. Don't close it short. So as I mentioned earlier, Forbes is one of the sites that I use for my research this time. I use it most of the time, honestly. They have so much great information about personal finances, as you can imagine. But they had a really profound statement. And this is quoted. In short... The status quo for millions of Americans is not sustainable. The typical American is stressed because they live paycheck to paycheck. So if you didn't know, about 70% of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. And that has revealed itself now more than ever with the pandemic, right? So back to the quote. The typical American is stressed because they live paycheck to paycheck, save nothing for retirement, have little financial literacy and is increasingly being asked to shoulder the costs and uncertainties of healthcare and retirement. This is from Forbes, y'all. Does any of this sound familiar? Can you, can you resonate with any of this? Have you seen it in your families? Have you seen it in your parents, your grandparents? And I would add to that, increasingly being asked to shoulder the costs of loved ones. That might be your story. 
So the quote continues, individuals can take steps to improve their financial behaviors by better controlling spending and increasing their savings. Imagine how comfortable you feel with a band in your savings account. A thousand, wow, a thousand. And that's just the start. Imagine how comfortable you would feel with three months worth of expenses in your savings account. Imagine how comfortable you would feel with a sinking savings account and you could work towards buying anything you want outright. Cash. Throwing in bands, you know what I mean? With that feeling, it gives security, it gives ownership, it gives integrity. You're able to imagine control over your life. That is what they mean. Better controlling your spending and increasing savings. We are able to work towards improving financial behaviors that improve mental health behaviors and mental health journeys. So I'll finish off the quote. Individuals can take steps to improve their financial behaviors by better controlling spending and increasing their savings. This begins with empathetically planning for one's future and creating a budget designed to make you happier. So a lot of people I know are intimidated by a budget or don't want to spend the time to create one um, or track one, whatever the case may be. But what if you thought about a budget as the vehicle to creating the life you want? The vehicle to creating and designing is what you design it to be. You design a happier life, a happier future for yourself. Um, but guys, once again, let's let's take this time to take care of ourselves. If you've heard it before, um, you know, abundant living, it's about, it's not about how much you have, it's about what how much you have within you. And that that starts in the mind, right? We can really create any life we want. But I know that we go through hardships, we go through seasons and we go through challenges. And I'm, I'm glad that we have May as Mental Health Awareness Month and I'm glad that we've been more engaged in that way, bringing more awareness, bringing more humanity to the term mental health and bringing more support for those in our lives or those that are watching us. But let's continue to also look out for ourselves first and understand what it means, how it, how it impacts your life, how it impacts your finances. And if your mental health stems from a financial situation that you don't wanna be in, there is light at the end of the tunnel. And it's closer than you think. It's about deciding today, I'm going to do something about this because I want to be healthy, I want my family to be healthy, and I want a happier life. I want to design that happier life. You can definitely do it. So that's what I have for you guys today, money and mental health. Next week, we'll be talking about money and therapy. So I, I know that um, in most of the industries we're in, therapy is not a part of our uh, health care or health benefits. So it's really a lot of out-of-pocket expenses 
that prevent people from being able to seek therapy. But I'm going to talk next week about what it looks like to seek therapy for low to no cost and get the help that we need because that's important. So that's adding to the Money and Mental Health series, Talking Money and Therapy. Keep in mind, abundance, it's not how much you have. It's how much you have within you. Talk to you soon.